the icons of real estate podcast are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents ready to skyrocket your business this podcast is for you tune in every week and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business from three million dollars to 30 million dollars in just 12 months brought to you by the masters in real estate marketing ardor seo Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest for you today that I've been looking forward to speaking with, Michael Blank. Michael is a full-time entrepreneur, investor, and coach who's passionate about helping others become financially free in one to three years by investing in apartment buildings and a special focus on raising money. And I don't think anybody can argue with that. How are you, Michael? That's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. Like I said, I've been looking forward to it. So why don't we just start at the beginning, right? I mean, uh, you've, you've done very well and uh, you help a lot of people, which we're excited about hearing, but how did you get started? Well, my background is, is a little bit like uh, many people. I, I just, you know, got a got a job. Um, I was always taught to get good grades, get a job. And, and I, I got a job in computer science. So I was actually a programmer when I first got started out of school and uh, spent a couple of years at America Online back in the day. And then in late 90s, uh, joined a startup uh, in 1997. Through that startup, had a a successful IPO. I was one of the first, uh, one of the handful of guys that that was uh, early employees there. Had a great IPO, put a bunch of money in my pocket, and so I coasted for like four years until I read nice. this that awful purple book called Rich Dad Poor Dad. Rich and Dad it, Poor Dad. <laughs> and it ruined my life because right. when I, when I read that book, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm such an idiot. It doesn't matter how much money I have in the bank or my brokerage or right. how much I'm earning. It's the passive income. Yeah. And I did had very little at the time. So after like three months of confusion, I came home and declared to my wife, I had quit my job to pursue financial freedom. And after, of course, the purple book doesn't tell you how to do it. They mentioned things like cash flow business and real estate. And you're all confused. Right. My big idea at the time was to go into the restaurant business. I mean, isn't that what you would do after reading rich dad, poor dad? Well, Genius. Genius. And that's what I did. Now I flipped, I did a bunch of stuff. I took some seminars, I actually took an apartment building seminar. Uh, I flipped a few, couple houses. I negotiated some short sales. I, I negotiated stocks and options. I did some stocks and options for a little while. But the big path of freedom was restaurants. It was basically a franchise. And um, and I had a few guys that were like printing money as they, as they say, like, yeah, you hire a guy to run it all. You fund it all and you spit back and you count the, pa the passive income. I said, sweet. And it worked really great until the recession. And then it didn't work so well. In fact, it took me five years to extricate myself. I had about eight restaurants. I subsequently lost my IPO millions, uh, maxed out all of my credit, which was $200,000 at the time. And uh, and then kind of clawed myself out uh, with real estate because I had flipped a couple houses in 2007, right before the recession. And I said, that worked really well. Why don't I flip houses uh, again, and so 2009 to 2012, 13, flipped about three dozen houses, and and so it was really an awful time because I was working like 80 hours trying to get out of the restaurant, running a restaurant business, uh, losing money, and then flipping houses and making money. So I was working my tail off and not making any money at all, and that was a pretty hard time uh, until I got into my first building and uh, multifamily building in 2011 through one of my wholesalers, and and everything kind of changed from that point forward. Wow. Now, see, I love stories like that. And I hear so many stories that 
resonate, you know, about 2008 and things that happened then. Yours, yours has a little cherry on top because you came from somewhere else and brought a little cash flow with you. But you, but the thing is, it goes to show, I think, uh, you know, that even people with great successes um, really need someone to guide them when it comes to real estate, right? I mean, we, we need a mentor. I mean, you needed someone to teach you how to program. And, you know, I needed someone to teach me finance when I first started, you know, back in 92, giving away my age. Um, so, yeah, we need someone to guide us. And that's what you do, right, Michael? I mean, that's what well, you do now. Tell us about I that. do now, but I didn't yeah. I didn't do it back then. Right? So yeah. back then I didn't I didn't I undervalued advisors or mentors or, or coaches or because because, you know, I was I had money and I consider myself smart which is I'm sure all true. But the point is, you know, why, why reinvent the wheel? Why experiment on yourself when you can benefit from someone who has done it possibly many times over. And for example, I, I thankfully discovered my mentor in my restaurant crisis and he helped me basically get through it. But man, that guy would have been super useful before I got <laughs> into it. Yeah. Because he would have asked me all these questions. And number one, I wouldn't have had the answers. Number one. And number two, I probably wouldn't have liked the answers because I was, hell bent on getting into you know, getting myself some financial freedom. Yeah. You know, house flipping, I did have a mentor and, and, you know, probably to no surprise, the first postcard campaign I sent, I got two deals off of, and, you know, I looked like an, uh, you know, an immediate genius. Right. Uh, and, and so every time I have, I did not invest in a mentor advisor, it never went well for me. And, and, and conversely, when I did, I always got, you know, a, a vast return on investment. But it's tough because you know you have to spend money, and sometimes you don't have the money to spend, and you're like, man, I'm just gonna save some money and figure out another way to get into the game. And and you can, I I do believe you don't necessarily have to have money to get in into a game because hustle makes up for a lot. Uh, and so people with hustle will eventually get there. It just takes right. longer than if you can have someone who's experienced doing whatever you want to do in life, whether it's right. build a brokerage or flip houses or even lose weight. Uh, someone who's done it before can walk you through some of the nuances, the challenges and help you deal with those tough days. And that's what I didn't have. And that was a major mistake. And as a result, I, I lost 10 years of my life and, you know, millions of dollars in the process. Right. So if someone wanted to, you know, get involved and start looking for that financial freedom, where's the first place they start? I mean, is it, is it your book? I mean, is that the best place to start or, Hey, do they just give you a call and, and, and join up or what would you suggest? Yeah. I mean, so in the beginning, when you're checking out what I call business opportunities, and we're talking about financial freedom here and, and there's a, a, all, all kinds of business opportunities, franchises being of course, one of them. So first thing to do is just to kind of research it a little bit and, and look into it. So you mentioned the book, it's a great, you know, cost 10 bucks on Amazon. It's a, it is a great introduction into the world of real estate syndication. Real estate syndication means the art of raising capital and buying real estate with it. Now, we just do it with apartment buildings, but you can apply the same thing through a rental portfolio or or single um, uh, self-storage. Right. So it's a great introduction into that world. And listening to my podcast, for example, are, are very uh, a free or low-cost way to kind of look into it and kind of go, huh, is that interesting uh, enough for me to kind of next take the next step? And the next step after that in almost all these biz ops somehow is to invest in yourself, whatever that means at whatever level you, you are. But there's only so many podcasts you can listen to or YouTube videos you can watch before, you know, you need, you need more, more details, right? You need actual tools and templates, techniques 
You might even need some support or, or some level of community. And you're not going to get that from social media or, or a podcast. So at one point, my advice always is find someone in the space that you're trying to get into and who do you resonate with? Because there's other people that, you know, that do what I do, even in different asset classes. And like, who do you resonate with? And, and then when you find someone to resonate with, just go deep with that person, <clears throat> you know, just go deep with that person and immerse yourself into their, into their courses or their events, check out their events, see what they're all about. And, and that really is powerful because people have been around for a little bit that, you know, uh, they should at least have a proven system that you follow a proven system. They should have a, 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 uh, a network of advisors, people who can actually support you and a, and a network of, of peers of like-minded people who can help each other kind of achieve that particular goal. And so that's really what you want to look for in, in any kind of organization that will help you achieve something of great meaning and value. Nice. So tell me about what you're investing in now. Um, it, you know, it, are you looking for investors or do you have to be a qualified investor? Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, so there's really two, at least two ways to get involved in, in real estate syndication. One is more on the active side. So as an active investor, the entrepreneur who's raising the money, finding a deal, uh, managing the property manager, that's the active side. And then, and that's very rewarding, right? If you're an entrepreneur, you, you really, that lights you up. Uh, but there's others who don't want to be the entrepreneur for various different reasons. They just want to invest passively in an opportunity, and they're really looking for uh, cash flow, yield, tax advantages. They might have high income uh, jobs. It makes no sense for them to try to get out of their jobs, right. you know. It, it. But what they might want is an exit out of their high paying job. If you're an attorney or a medical doctor or something like that, you're like, man, I really like my job and making a ton of money, but I don't see myself doing this for another 20 years. What can I do? Well, you can start investing in real estate syndications. Because it gives you that cash flow that you can't get from the stock market, and it gives you, uh, it gives you these tax advantages that you don't get from other investments, and it gives you that amazing hedge against inflation, which is so relevant now. And so, these are different reasons why you want to get into syndication. But to me, after all the shenanigans I've done, Tim is is syndications is the best biz op out there, and it's the best biz op from an entrepreneur entrepreneur's perspective for a variety of different reasons, and it's the best passive investment out of anything that's out there, you know? And so I'm, I'm talking about stock market, mutual funds, uh, crypto, uh, all these things there, there's, there's flaws with all of them that you don't right. have in a real estate syndication. Uh, that sounds like a win-win deal. That gets me excited and I've been around it for years. Yeah. I love it. So let's just say, uh, you know, I came up to visit and, uh, you know, we sat down you and your family and, you know, we just started talking and I asked you, I said, Michael, I've got a magic wand here and I'm going to fix one real issue you're having in business right now. Is there a problem? Do you need my magic wand? Or if so, what is it? Man, that'd be too easy, Tim, wouldn't it? Right? Yeah. It, would take the, it would take the fun out of everything if we had a magic yeah, wand. I know. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think what you're asking for, what's the, what's the biggest challenge uh, right yeah. now in the, in the business? And I would, I would probably say um, it's probably challenging to buy stuff right now. Uh, by and and you can probably you probably see that across different asset classes, single family houses, right? The volume's way down. No one's selling anything. Um, and so the good thing is we saw we've seen this before. The most recent thing we saw in COVID, and that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing a gap between what people, the sellers, are want to sell for and what buyers are willing to buy for, right? And there's right. a gap there that it currently is difficult to be bridged. And we saw it, and as we replay it, and I think the same thing will happen that happened with COVID. When COVID first happened, everything, of course, shut down. 
came to a screeching halt for like two weeks when everybody said, what's happening? I'm locking right. myself up. Okay. And so in, in the commercial world, we use a lot of bridge loans uh, to, to fund these value-add deals that involve a heavy construction component, for example, and they were great. But they went away immediately. This went gone, poof, gone. Actually, many of them are permanently gone. And what happened was now, if I can't, for example, finance my construction, or I can't get the loan to value I was getting before, I have to now raise more equity to buy the deal at the same price, which reduces my returns, which I can't do. Therefore, I have to lower the, the price I can buy it at. If I have to raise more equity, I have to buy it at a lower price. So that's kind of what's happening right now. Bridge lending did not go away, but their loan to value plummeted. You know, whereas before you're expecting an 80% low to value loan, now you're seeing like 55 or 60. Right. Now it's already starting to creep up a little bit. And the reason for it is, is the the pace at which an interest rates have been going up recently. It, it wigs everybody out. No one can project in the future. No one knows where it's going to stop. And I'm less concerned about where they're going to stop. You know, I'm more concerned about when it's going to normalize, right? It can normalize right. at seven. I don't care, 10%. Right. Uh, but but the the pace is is what's wigging out the lenders because they don't know where it's going exactly. And they think they know it's where it's going, but you can see by their loan to value that they're not exactly sure. There's risk sure. in their mind. Sure. And so what happened with COVID, once it stabilized again, that started to thaw again. And that's what we're seeing right now. And what happened, though, is if you're able to educate a seller on buying a house or selling a house on what's happening in the market. Because see, here's some sellers actually need to sell or want to sell but they don't understand what's going on. Why won't you pay the price I'm asking? Well, let me explain to you what's going on. Here's what's going on the lending market, interest rates, loan to values. If I want to buy your property, it's going to have to be for this price, for this reason. And by the way, every buyer is going to tell you the same thing. And therefore, if you want to sell in the next three to six months, you have to pay attention and here's what's happening and here's why I'm willing to pay this price. Now, we got two deals out of that with COVID because there was that gap. Right. We were able to show people what was happening in the market and they wanted or, or or needed to sell. And and so I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity happening here uh, in the short term. I hope so. I, I really do. I hope there's some opportunity. And, and I, I agree with you a thousand percent, whether you call it stabilization, leveling off, whatever it might be. But this, this constant erect movement, whether it's up or down, we've seen it on both sides, right, uh, is never totally healthy. So definitely want that. So let's uh, let's put our prognostication hats on. Since I threw away the wand, uh, we're going to put our prognostication hats on. What What's the next one, three, and five years look like uh, for Michael and his team and his organization? Yeah, I mean, and, and we have two companies. One is is the, uh, we were talking about Nighthawk Equity, which actually, which actually buys apartment buildings, raises right. capital. And then there's an educational company uh, that actually teaches people how to do this. Now, they're very synergist, synergistic um, uh, but to me, they're both very satisfying because our mission is financial freedom and I can show an entrepreneur how to do it. And I can show a passive investor how to do the same thing using slightly different paths, but using the same vehicle. So on the educational side, we want to reach more people. We, we want it, it, when someone, when someone reads the, the purple book right after they're done, we want to hand them the yellow book. Okay. And I'm going to call up Robert and go, Hey, can we just tack these things together? Right. Because because the purple book is great. It it plants the seed of financial independence and passive income in your brain, but it doesn't give you the playbook on on how to achieve it. And so as a result, I've experimented with all these different ways and I've seen people experiment with it. And there's a more direct path, which is apartment buildings. And most people do their first deal and quit their job literally with their first deal, whether they have any experience or money or not. It's it's kind of unbelievably magical. 
So we want to reach more people on the educational side. Is that the same book we were talking about earlier? Or is that a totally different book? Same book. I only have one yellow book. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So I was going to say, how do we get the book? We all need to sign up right now. Go ahead and tell me how, how, what are the best ways, ways, Michael, to get in touch with you or, or to, to get the book or maybe join your organization as a, as a student? Yeah, we t- we talked about two great ways to kind of kind of stick your toe in the water, and that is the book and the and the uh, podcast that we have, and we kind of put together a little package for for your listeners, and they can get to both to both the podcast and the book at thefreedompodcast.com forward slash icon. So it's okay. thefreedompodcast.com forward slash icon. There's a link to both the podcast and what we call the Freedom Vault. Freedom Vault has, has all of our free resources in there. It's got a bunch of uh, templates and eBooks, how to raise money, how to analyze deals. And we also have a free copy of this book in that Freedom Vault. Okay, so oh, you don't nice. have to buy it. Uh, so that you can get that at the, the thefreedompodcast.com forward slash icon. Uh, and that's a great way, a free way for your audience to kind of stick their toe in the water. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I think that's fantastic. So generally, we're kind of winding down here on the show a little bit. One of the things I like to do, Michael, is, is um, and, and we're in that kind of time in, in history where I think people want to get some things off their chest, but I always allow the last few minutes uh, and, and give it to you to, to kind of tell the audience whatever's on your mind, your heart, your soul, and it doesn't have to be about business. Most people it is, but, uh, you know, I've heard stories about grandma and the and the pet dog, but Take us out the last couple of minutes and give us some sage advice. Yeah, you know, I th- I think um, I think the, the the biggest message is to be clear about what you, what you want, which is clarity. And as I rewinded, I was not clear about that. You know, I when I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, I wanted financial freedom, and and I equated that with being a real estate investor. Okay, but real estate and free investor is not equal to financial freedom, as I discovered, right? Because if I wholesale houses or I flip houses. Or even if I build a rental portfolio of single family houses, that is a very active activity. It's not really very passive. Right. It also is much more difficult to scale. So it doesn't really satisfy my requirements of passive income and financial freedom. What I would like is I would like uh, I would like to have my money work for me, and I'd like to continue scaling that money without really working any extra for it. And so those tactics don't really satisfy that requirement. Now I had no idea that was the case. My message to the millions is. Think about what you're about to do or what you're doing right now. Will that current path actually get you to that place? It's like one of those things where you're on this ladder of success and you're climbing up the ladder and you're at the top. You're like, yes, it's taking me three to five years to get to the ladder of success. And you notice the ladder is up against the wrong wall, right? You're like, daggone it. I was climbing up the wrong daggone wall. And so my challenge to people is really think about what you're doing or what you want to do. What is that strategy that you're pursuing or want to pursue and will it get you to the place that you want to get? So that's message number number one. And and I, as well as a lot of guests on my podcast, have discovered that the typical routes will not get there. They may start there, but people discover they can't get there and they go, daggone it, what's going on? And they pivot. And they inevitably pivoted to syndications, real estate syndications, multifamily specifically, but there's also self-storage and mobile home parks. And the surprising thing about that is that, well, People think that they can't do it because they don't have the real estate, they don't have the experience, and they don't have, they don't have the money. But the surprising thing is you don't need either. And that's what I'm here to tell you. You can overcome both in a very short period of time. I can make you appear very, uh, very um, uh, experienced in 30 days or less. Wow. I can teach you how to raise money in 30 days or less so that 
people who start working with us, they're doing their first indication in six months and they quit their job within another six. So within 12 months, okay, they go from nothing to literally quitting their job. And it is the most wow. direct, most powerful strategy that I know to go from wherever you are right now to financial freedom. Michael, man, you, I'm about to turn off this computer and end this podcast. I'm in. It's <laughs> over. I quit my job. Nice. Honey, I did it. No. <laughs> Wonderful stuff, Michael, man. I really enjoyed it. I, I'm actually looking forward to playing this back and watching it because uh, I want to absorb a little bit more and I definitely will be uh, ordering your, your book here pretty quick. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I look forward to, to catching up with you in the next three, six, nine months and kind of see where we're at then. Thank you so much, Jim. Really enjoyed it. Have a great week.